What does it mean to connect to your future at Lake Michigan College? They connect you to your future opportunities. They partner with local industries and employers, ensuring their programs align to the needs of the community's workforce. Lake Michigan College can help you get to the future you want. Visit lakemichigancollege.edu. WSJM News Now. This is the 5 o'clock news block on News Talk Sports 94.9 WSJM. Brought to you by Special Light in Decatur and Benton Harbor. There's a good chance you've walked through a Special Light door when you go to a local restaurant, school, store, or plant. In the newsroom, I'm Andrew Green. Congressman Bill Heisinger is expecting House Republicans to work together toward shared goals now that they've been sworn in. Speaking around 2 a.m. Saturday after a long delay in the election of a House Speaker, Heisinger had a prediction for the first order of business once the House gets back to work this week. To strip the money away for the 87,000 new IRS agents, uh, that's going to be our first order of business And uh, because we believe that uh, you need a government that's working for you, not working against you. And to have these IRS agents uh, crawling all over hardworking taxpayers and small business owners uh, is just absolutely the wrong signal and the wrong direction to go. Heisinger said the fight over a House speaker was a good exercise because it got Republicans who otherwise wouldn't talk to each other to sit down and realize they have common goals. He did, however, add it was a shame that new members of Congress who brought family to witness their swearing in didn't get to celebrate as they normally would. Lake Michigan College will seek a renewal of its millage in the May elections. The LMC Board of Trustees voted unanimously this month to ask voters to renew the millage, and LMC Director of Community Relations Al Pasholka tells us it accounts for about 30% of the college's operating budget. They are only seeking a renewal of the current millage. What Lake Michigan College is proposing is no tax rate increase for any district resident for the next 20 years. So whatever rate you're paying now for LMC, that will be the rate that you will pay for the next 20 years. We will be subject to headly rollbacks and reductions. We're not asking for any type of rollback or any type of increase at all. Mishulka says LMC has more than 75 accredited academic programs. There are nearly 400 high school students enrolled in its early college program, and LMC is a center of cultural entertainment in southwest Michigan. He calls the millage a good bang for the buck. A millage rate is the number of dollars of tax that are assessed for each $1,000 of a property's value. A mill is one-thousandth of a dollar, or one-tenth of a cent. LMC's renewal proposal is for .8804 of a mill. Parts of Napier Avenue in St. Joseph Township will finally get some sidewalks this year. The Michigan Department of Transportation tells us a local project will mean sidewalks on both sides of the road from Colfax to Miami Road. Corey Kandow with Abin Marsh is a local engineer and told us more. Kalen Construction is the contractor that will be performing the work. That work is scheduled to start April 3rd and our completion deadline is June 30th. Kandow said the roughly seven-tenths of a mile stretch will have six-foot-wide sidewalks when it's all done. The project's cost is $720,000, including $393,000 in federal funds. The project is the work of St. Joseph Township and the Berrien County Road Department with MDOT oversight. It's hoped the work will mean fewer pedestrians being struck on Napier. It's been 25 years, but the remains of a woman whose body washed up on the shore of Lake Michigan have finally been identified. Michigan State Police Special Lieutenant Derek Carroll says the MSP Missing Persons Coordination Unit and the Cadillac Post re-examined the case in 2020. Our troopers went to, uh, were called to Manistee County, reference a unclothed female who appeared washed up on the Lake Michigan shoreline. And there was nothing to identify her at the time, uh, just a lone earring. And 
we put out broadcasts around the area and trying to see if there's anybody that was missing. Uh, an autopsy determined it was uh, asphyxia due to drowning. Carol says the body was exhumed and a possible family match was found from the woman's brother and a daughter. She was identified as 26-year-old Dorothy Lynn Ricker, who was last seen on a Lake Michigan beach in Wisconsin in 1997. She was from Chicago. Michigan's largest conference on suicide prevention will be held this month in Plymouth. The Kevin's Song 7th Annual Conference on Suicide is set for January 26th through the 28th. Coordinator Leo Newhan tells us there will be hundreds of mental health professionals, educators, first responders, and survivors on hand. We're really attempting to kind of flush out some of the root causes to try to discuss solutions and to afford people that have been impacted by suicide an opportunity to hear from others in order to encourage healing and hope. What is the best way to prevent suicide? Ultimately, it is about people connecting with other people. It is about being aware of individuals who might be in crisis and to recognize the signs and the symptoms. Newhand says signs that someone is thinking about suicide or a change in behavior. Talk about what things would be like without them and giving away belongings. He says the stigma of mental illness and the fact that not all suicides were caused by mental illness have to be addressed. Anyone can follow along with the conference online via the Kevin's Song Facebook page. You can also sign up to attend at kevinssong.org. High school students from across Berrien County will join together next Monday to celebrate the legacy of Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. via Zoom. Organizers say the special session will feature the theme of Breaking the Silence, a theme from Dr. King's writings and speeches that calls for the public to speak up and not remain silent on important matters. Joining the students will be Benton Harbor Mayor Marcus Mohammed, St. Joseph Mayor Laura Goose, and Michael Nixon, Vice President for Culture and Inclusion at Andrews University. The students will be highlighting notable video clips and explaining why they're important to them. You can find out more at our story at WSJM.com. And you now have a very remote chance to become a billionaire after nobody won last Friday's Mega Millions jackpot. The jackpot for tomorrow's game is $1.1 billion with a cash option, nearly $569 million before tax. Michigan Lottery Player Relations Manager Jake Harris says there are several people who play Mega Millions. You know, I can tell you from working with our big winners who uh, win more than $100,000, I've had folks that, uh, you know, have just turned 18 and, and bought a ticket at the convenience store that they were working at and won. Uh, all the way up to, uh, you know, folks in, in their mid-90s who uh, enjoy playing and have won prizes. Harris says the odds of getting the jackpot are 1 in 302 million. The next drawing, tomorrow night. WSJM News Now continues with your Bloomberg report. WSJM News Now continues. Brought to you by Imperial Furniture in Dwajak, where furniture shopping is fun. President Biden is in Mexico today meeting with President López Obrador one day after visiting the border in El Paso. Biden's national security advisor, Jake Sullivan, this morning told reporters what was on the president's agenda. More from ABC's Karen Travers. When President Biden sits down for a meeting this evening with Mexican President López Obrador, migration and the situation at the U.S.-Mexican border will be high on their agenda. National security advisor Jake Sullivan telling reporters. President Biden is looking to 
dive deep on a set of issues that are priorities for his administration, uh, including continued close coordination on migration questions. The White House says President Biden hopes to expand and deepen the two countries' security cooperation on drug trafficking. Sullivan said there would be considerable focus today on the issue of the drug fentanyl. Karen Travers, ABC News, traveling with the president in Mexico. Brazilian authorities vowed today to protect democracy and punish thousands of supporters of ex-president Jair Bolsonaro, who stormed and trashed the nation's highest seats of power in chaos with striking similarities to January 6th. The protesters swarmed into Congress, the Supreme Court, and the presidential palace Sunday. Many have said they want the Brazilian army to restore the far-right Bolsonaro to power and oust the newly inaugurated leftist Luiz Lua da Silva. The justice minister said the acts amounted to terrorism and coup-mongering, and police have begun tracking those who paid for the buses that transported all the protesters to the Capitol. Nurses today walked off the job in New York City. More from ABC's Derek Dennis. Some 7,000 New York City nurses now on strike, all with Mount Sinai hospitals in Upper Manhattan and Montefiore Medical Center in the Bronx. We give them months of negotiation. Nancy Hagan's president of the State Nurses Association says contract talks broke down over the weekend, mostly over nurse-to-patient staffing ratios said to be too high. ABC News learning there's no set preferred ratio nationwide. It depends on the type of care delivered, but California was the first state to enact a mandate. One nurse for every two patients. New York nurses say their numbers are nowhere near that. Mount Sinai calls the nurses' strike reckless. Derek Dennis, ABC News, New York. The special grand jury in Atlanta that has been investigating whether former President Donald Trump and his allies committed any crimes while trying to overturn his 2020 election loss in Georgia has finished its work. The judge overseeing the panel issued an order today dissolving the special grand jury. The order says the grand jurors completed a final report and a majority of the court's superior court judges voted to dissolve the special grand jury. It heard from dozens of witnesses, including numerous close Trump associates in the cases among several around the country that threaten legal peril for the former president as he seeks a second term. Much of California is getting hit by the latest in a series of storms. The current one is carrying a huge amount of rain. Rivers are rising and there are fears of mudslides, says ABC's Alex Stone. With heavy rain falling in Santa Barbara County, there are major worries about a mudslide like the one that hit on this exact date in 2018, January 9th, five years ago. A wall of mud killed 23 people and wiped out or damaged hundreds of homes. Evacuations are being put on hold because it's not safe for people to try to get out. So Sheriff Bill Brown says everybody's should be sheltering in place. This is a very rapidly changing and developing event. So much water is coming down, there are worries and mud will begin flowing soon. Alex Stone, ABC News. After an epic 15-ballot election to become House Speaker, Republican Kevin McCarthy faces his next big test in governing a slim majority. That could come today when lawmakers are set to consider a rules package to govern the House. Drafting and approving it's normally a fairly routine legislative affair, but... In these times, it's the next showdown for the embattled McCarthy. To become Speaker, McCarthy had to make concessions to a small group of hardliners who refused to support him unless he yielded to their demands. Now those promises, or at least some of them, are being put into writing to be voted on when lawmakers return this week. Big changes are expected in the way that doctors treat childhood obesity. More from ABC's Mark Remillard. In its first new guidance on childhood obesity in 15 years, the American Academy of Pediatrics recommending doctors be much more aggressive with treatment. Now recommending doctors consider using medication in kids with severe obesity as young as 12 and surgery for those as young as 13. ABC News chief medical correspondent Dr. Jennifer Ashton. Basically, the change here went from watchful waiting to an aggressive all-hands-on-deck approach. 
The new guidelines are supported by evidence that obesity treatment for children and teens is safe and effective and that there is no benefit to delaying. Mark Remillard, ABC News. And a new horror film is scaring up some killer numbers at the box office this weekend. More if maybe sees Matt Wolf. You should probably run. First weekend of 2023 and the first box office hit of the year. I won't let anything harm you. As Megan pulled past projections with a better than expected $30 million take, thanks to its viral buzz and solid reviews. This is where we make our stand. But the murder doll not enough to fend off Avatar The Way of Water for the number one slot, taking in another $45 million, notching it past the $500 million mark in North America and becoming the seventh highest grossing movie of all time, with $1.7 billion globally. Matt Wolf, ABC News. WSJM News Now continues with your weather forecast. 